You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Hi guys, so I'm back for another week and we have another podcast for you, which means I have another amazing guest. So today I am here with Nick. So Nick, Jay Nicole Smith, she goes by, she also goes by Nick Sears. There's a few names you might find on the internet, but Jay Nicole Smith is her professional one. She's a friend of mine and she helps founders to rebrand into purpose, to amp up profitability and positive impact. And I was lucky enough to have Nick come and speak at my LA mastermind retreat where she wowed everybody with the kind of the talking about purpose. Like everyone talks about purpose, but Nick does it in a really different way. And I wanted to make sure that that wasn't just people at the mastermind that heard that, that this was something that everyone needs to know, no matter kind of what level you're in. So welcome Nick to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us a bit about like in LA, obviously we had a lot of fun in LA. Um, <laughs> you know, we did Rodeo Drive and we bought bags and, and <laughs> we, we had some great experiences. But that day, that morning that we had, when there were you and two other speakers who were speaking and everyone was blown away by it, like every single masterminder that I had in the room have told me, has told me that that morning has changed something for them. It's either changed how they see things. It's changed their business. It's changed their life. Why do you think that happens? I mean, that doesn't happen at every, every retreat I do. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it was, I'm getting all like teary and goosebumpy as you talk about that. Cause I had that conversation with several people at dinner and whatnot of like, I don't think you know the impact that has happened here. And I was like, funny that when you start talking and thinking about impact, suddenly you're having one. <laughs> I think it's because for me, having been an entrepreneur for 20 years and doing the sort of master's degree in marketing, I've got a lot of different perspectives to look at business from. And I've run a little, a lot of different types of business on the ground and online. And and I think there's just so many things we don't talk about enough when it comes to success, when it comes to what certainly what success looks like. And we talk about freedom and we talk about money, 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 right? Revenue, profitability, scaling and growth. But I think the perspective that I look at things from is very, very different. And that all comes from working with people who absolutely hate marketing. Yeah. So, we're in a, a world now where there's a lot of people who love marketing and they're getting really good at doing that, but there's also still a lot of people who absolutely hate it. And so when I went through this whole journey, I've just, my whole career, been looking for ways to make marketing and branding, not only way more fun and enjoyable and simple, but also rooted in something that is both meaningful and like easy to duplicate. Because I think too often, especially branding is just kind of left open like up to how good your designer is and how good their instincts are and how good your relationship is in terms of what you actually get. And that's like everything for the future of your business. So yeah. I don't like leaving the chance. And that's, let's talk about branding a bit because when I first came into in this online industry, I thought of branding as very differently to how I think of it now. It's like when I first came in, I was like, yeah, it's like your logo and it's how things look. And then I heard it was probably from you or somebody else. Somebody say your your branding is what people think about you when you're not in the room. And um, from that moment, everything to do with branding changed for me. I didn't really care about, you know, what color it was and, and what the logo looked like and that kind of thing. That was secondary to actually 
what what does it mean what do what do I mean to people as a personal brand what do they think about me as a personal brand and the things I say and I think that's really really important yeah you've touched on several important things we did talk about that in the room in LA this idea of introducing the idea that a brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room but also you know how connected that is with reputation and then being purposeful, you know, the difference between what you intend and how you're actually impacting people, which can be really different things. And actually your intention doesn't matter. If yeah. The impact is way off, right? It That's right. doesn't matter. So I think that, and then of course, there's a dovetail conversation there around how when everyone gets into business, they copy everybody else to see what's working. And you end up with a whole bunch of coaches with white and rose gold and marble on their <laughs> branding and everyone trying to take the same lifestyle photos, you know, it just... Just everyone has a coffee cup with a little swell in the top, sitting in a cafe. And the journal and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've all done it, you know, like that's how you start. But I think what's really important about what you've pointed out there is this idea of of how you want to make people feel. And also there's elements in there of, you know, how to be memorable. And the only way to get people saying about you what you want them to be saying is to use a lot of repetition yeah. <laughs> and to use repetition, you need to be crystal clear and you need to have certain things memorized. You know, people will call this media training, right? You're media trained, you're getting your key points out there, but, but that's really just about being really succinct with really key messages that you repeat over and over and over again. It, it's important because I remember that when I first came into it, I was called myself a business consultant and everyone was called either a business consultant or a business coach. And people would say, what do you do? And I would say the same thing. And it was so not memorable. Like what mm-hmm. I was saying was the same as what everybody else was saying. And when I niched down and said, well, actually, I help people make money from passive and semi-passive income streams. What? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody was then suddenly listening and going, well, okay, well, I'm looking for someone to speak on passive income. And because I was the person known for that, whereas I think what a lot of people do these days is there's a lot of multi-passionate people. So they are skilled in many different things. I mean, honestly, we're all skilled in many different things, but some of us have decided to kind of zone in on this one thing. And there are other people that go, well, I can do this and this and this and this. And I don't think that gets you as far. You can do all those things, but I just don't think it, because people go, well, who can speak on a stage about this? Well, this person can do it, but she also does five other things. Yeah. Yeah. Made a really good point about being memorable here. And that is, and and the way I think about this is, yes, I'm one of those multi-passionate people too. I know you are as well. And what you've managed to do is focus in on something that's really desirable that everybody wants. And so it helps business grow faster, doesn't it? Because everybody wants passive income. Everybody wants to talk about passive income. Everyone's still looking for the silver bullet and they're hoping you've got it, right? So there's an incredible amount of demand, which makes life much easier when you're trying to grow. Um, The other side of that is people who are really passionate about something super random. Maybe there isn't a lot of demand for, and their growth is much slower and harder because the hunger isn't there in a big way. But I think the other thing that's really important here is thinking about, and this is the key to when I talk about branding and certainly rebranding, is to step away from thinking about all the boxes of the services and products and and whatnot, and to really step back and get clear on purpose. Because what I've found working with hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years is that A, your purpose and like what drives you isn't likely to change very much. 
And as entrepreneurs, we are fickle and we like change and you're gonna change things up, right? So if you start something in one product or service and want to sell something else later, you're having to build an entirely new audience, an entirely new Instagram, all that stuff. And nobody's got time or money for that. So it's about making, once you get to a certain place, getting, making more conscious and bigger decisions around what do I stand for? Exactly what you said, you know, what do I want people to say about me? What do I want to be known for? And when I look to that, there's a couple of pieces. One is this purpose piece that we've talked about, which I have a whole, I mean, we could spend hours talking just about that. But the other thing that I think is really simple and easy to digest is what of all these things that I love and I'm good at, could I be the best in the world at? Yeah. Where am I world-class? Because that's why you're getting on the stage. That's why you're getting the book deal. That's why people are noticing because this is your thing. Yeah. So yes, we can do a hundred things, but what's the one thing that you are best in the world at? And sometimes that becomes an amalgam of things. So for me, I'm one of my superpowers is I'm really great at why finding, which is helping people find their purpose and communicate it with words. Cause by the way, it's fine for you to know it, but if you can't say it succinctly in a way that is compelling, like who cares? cares, (laughs) And the other thing for me that I kind of left behind for a little while is I'm a really, really good designer. But what is amazing is that the combination of those two things means I can basically read people's mind. That's the, that's the feedback that's been fed back to me over and over and over again. It's like, you're reading my mind. It's like, you're in my head. And that is really hard to come by. And I know that because I've hired hundreds of designers for my clients and myself over the years, and it's hard to find. Yeah. It's because you've got both pieces, isn't it? Like those both pieces are really important. And actually talking of purpose when you talk about purpose, you talk about like, what do you want to stand for? What do you want to be known for? I talk about this a lot and I call it secondary messaging because mm-hmm. I think that when I looked around, when I first started, I was like, okay, who's doing well and why are they doing well? And what I noticed was it wasn't the people saying I, I teach passive income or, you know, I'm a branding designer. It was the people saying what they cared about. Mm-hmm. And it was often nothing to do with the thing that they did. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, well, what do I care about? What can I start a movement on? You know, what are the things that I want to attract in other people? And it was that anti-bullying, you know, the integrity in the industry. I think that has had more of an impact on my success than anything else that I've actually put out there. I think you're 100% right. And you and I have talked about this privately before because you're not only a very quick study and you're very good at sort of analyzing, like you're clearly a strategist, (laughs) But also you, because of what I would call your archetypes, which not only come naturally to most of us, but you've been able to recognize and bring forward is it's really important to you that you make people feel welcome and comfortable. And so part of that has been, you know, pulling these things forward that you care about and noticing that you feel that way, noticing exactly like you said, that, that this is important. It's important for business success, but this is also one of those things that makes business more fun yeah. because then you get surrounded by people who are awesome. Yeah. Right? And who also attracted. wants everyone else to be included and who also doesn't like the, yeah. you know, not having integrity in the industry and all of these things. And then you are surrounded by people who are a bit like you and, and that's, you know, it's good to be around people who have the same values as you. A hundred percent. And you know, what happens there is you have so much grace, right? If things go wrong, they're cool. If you invite new people into the community, they're nice to them, you know, like all the things that build the spaces and, and products that you want to bring to life and the results that you want to achieve for people 
are enhanced by the people that you've attracted. And that's like, that's the fundamental part of what I teach is how to get so laser focused and clear on how to create that, get so clear about what you're projecting and make it in alignment with who you actually are. So you're not trying to pretend to be someone else like we all do in the first three years of our career, right? (laughs) So that you, it comes naturally to you. And, you know, I love, you know, people listening to this podcast, Lisa is such a great example of this because you can show up anywhere at any time and you're always the same person, right? Yeah, The same person at home, on holiday, you know, in first class, on the bus, like. Yeah, nothing changes because the values are the same. Exactly. Who I am is the same. What I do can change. One of the things you talk about a lot is this why finding. I found this really interesting because I believe that I knew my why in the first few years. And I think my why, if I'm really honest about it, was to prove people wrong. It was to prove so many people who said I couldn't do something wrong and to say, well, I did. Look, I'm, I'm doing it better than anybody else. But then the, the thing that I struggled with last year is I found that I had I had no need anymore to prove anything. I'd had the biggest launch in the UK and it was like, okay, there's no more to prove. Like how um, many more boxes do I need? To yeah. I have ticked all the things. Yeah. yeah. And so then it was like, well, why am I doing this then? What is my why? And I had to go right back to the beginning to work out why I was even in business because sometimes your why changes. Oh, absolutely. And it's, I always giggle. And I probably said this in the room in LA when, you know, you're seeing a speaker on stage and they're talking about their why and they flash a picture of their kids. And it's like, okay, but your kids are not your why, like they're your family and you love them and you're trying to earn tons of money for them, of course, and leave that legacy, whatever. But like, that's not in most cases, if you're here speaking on this stage, why you get up in the morning to speak on this stage, (laughs) right? So I I think people sometimes get mixed up on what a why is. I think what you just spoke about is 100% too. The core thing that was driving you was this proving energy, right? And some people never get out of that, right? Some people never get to the point where they feel like, all right, sit back, I've ticked the boxes, I've had success, now what? But most of the people who come to me are at that exact place. They're at what I call a crossroads where it's like, okay, I've done a lot of the stuff and either I'm pretty happy and satisfied now, or I'm totally burnt out and overwhelmed and bored and fallen out of love with it. Now what? (laughs) And that's when you have to start asking these bigger questions as you did. And it often comes from childhood. The secret to the why often, not always, but about 90% of the time is most of us at some point are driven by wanting to help people avoid pain that we felt or to experience pleasure that we had. And, and we are really motivated by that as human beings. Ultimately we want to help people. Yeah. I think that's so true. And and I went through all of that and worked out that because people kept saying, you know, I want to change the world. My clients are like, I want to change the world. I want to change this thing in the world. And I didn't resonate. I was like, I'm worried. Why don't I want to change the world? Like everyone wants to, everyone wants to help 500 more women by 2027. Like, why don't I have this thing? And then I realized that I was in a room one day and someone was talking passionately about why they wanted to help somebody. They were like, I really don't want people to feel the same as I did. I felt depressed. I had postnatal depression and I was using crystals and the crystals helped me get out of that. And I want other people to not feel what I did. And it just came to me that 
my why is not to change the world, it's to help others to change the world. Like they already know what they want to do. They're really, you know, they're passionate about being able to help these people in all these different ways. I don't need to change the world in the way that normal people do. I have the answers to help other people change the world. I know how to get them to change the world and how to give them that platform. And I realized that was my why, because when, and you're right that it all comes from childhood. Because when I was younger, all I ever wanted to do is help other people to help other people. It was never me helping them. I was always the one finding a way that others could do something good for someone else. And it makes complete sense. And as soon as I knew that, everything then clicked into place. And I knew all the things I was going to have to do in my business in the next five years. But until that point, I had no clue where I was going. It's so good. Yeah, it's so true. And I love that you had that experience. And my why is really similar. I am really about helping amplify other people. And I think you and I being strategists are like, yeah, how can I have the biggest impact? I'm going to have a whole bunch of other people have big impact. And then my impact is exponential. You know? <laughs> um, like, well done us trying to hack the system. Right. But um, yeah. And, and for me, it all really comes down to how we want to spend our time. And those, that's another question we don't ask ourselves very often, especially when we've got a really good idea and a really good domain name. And like, we want to like charge forward with this brand, like, yeah, but is it going to actually lead to us spending our time the way we want? And I feel like, you know, no matter how you get there, like your process was kind of, you know, a little bit here and a little bit there and listening to the people around you and, and getting there. And it doesn't matter how it happens, but ultimately what you want is to be able to step into that place where when you talk about it, your face changes, your voice changes, everything in your energy changes because that's the magnetic stuff. That's yeah. the stuff people are drawn to. So, you know, obviously I've watched you launch after launch, you know, talk about this stuff now for the last couple of years since you figured it out and it's everything. That's why people are buying from you, right? It's because you talk about, and I love the rebrand you've just done for your membership to the, you can sit with us. It's like nailed it. That is so exactly why people come to you. And now you're just putting the name on the tin, right? Yeah. It's kind of what I was already doing, but I'd never figured it Yeah. Yeah. And now people can be drawn to it because they know that's what it is instead of only finding out once they're inside. So I think that's a hundred percent brilliant. Yeah. And I think you know, sort of back to what I was saying about the purpose stuff, this stuff may come from childhood, but it's less likely to change than what we're actually selling. So if we can find a way to get super clear on it, which is not easy, by the way, and then put it into really great words, which is also not necessarily the easiest thing to do, as most of us have learned over the years about working on our messaging. But if we can do that, then as you say, the tide sort of changes because instead of having to like push so hard you feel like you're being pulled along you feel this like draw and you drop into flow and everything just starts to kind of happen in really positive ways because you're being propelled forward by something bigger than you bigger than money that you really care about that other people can get excited about too and the really brilliant thing about this when you're talking about you know a movement or revolution or the way that you want to change the world is when you invite people along when you invite people to become a part of that, then their personal transformation is contributing to this greater good. And it's easier for them to get out of their own way because they want to be a part of this mission of yours. Yeah. And so you're going to help people have better results and more transformation because they're able to do it 
not only in community, but for other people, which statistically is much more motivating to us. Yeah. And you can see why. And I think that the, the money part, people often think that money is the why. And I can see why people think it. I thought it as well at the beginning. I just want to make some more money. I just want to get out of debt. And then I just want to get six figures. And I just want to get seven and all the rest of it. But actually, I learned quite early on that money cannot be the only motivator because there are all different ways of making money. And so if there are different ways of making money, you're going to be pulled in all of these different directions and opportunities will come along and you will not know what to say yes to unless you know your bigger purpose because all of them will make you money. But some of them will not get you towards that bigger purpose and some will and that's when the decisions have to be made so what happens then if somebody really doesn't know their purpose like if they come to you can you help someone that is like I really I have no idea what my purpose is yeah I mean that's the cool thing about what I've discovered is I have a literally a formula and it's like painfully simple I call it a why finding session it's a half day workshop and with like a kindergarten style exercise we are able to pull it out of you, get it into words, and then those words integrate messaging and it reveals stuff about your archetypes. And I'm also a color psychology um, consultant. So it reveals stuff about what colors you should be using as well and what brand personality type you should have. And that's kind of the advantage of you know what I've put into 20 years of trying to build a system like that to make it easy. Because what isn't easy is just sitting there like, journaling about it for that's two what years. i did like why <laughs> why do i want to do this i don't know i like going on holiday no but why yeah. it's so hard um to find it and i think sometimes you really need to dig quite deep and it definitely helps having somebody there to prompt you so um, often you need a mirror and you know you talked about how you found your why i've talked to several people who sort of spontaneously you know came up with the idea by listening or talking to other people it is almost ages. impossible to do in a vacuum yeah right. it, it took ages to do that though if there had been you know a way <laughs> <laughs> it took me over a year to try and work out what this thing was and, and I had to put myself in all sorts of situations to be able to hold that mirror up to myself and to be able to see it in other people so yeah I love what you do I love that you help people find that because they are going to have better businesses once they do they can't help but have bit better businesses because if you know your why you're forced to be reckoned with like there's not much that can stop you and you know why you're doing something and what your mission is and I've found that you know I, I know what mine is and I'm I'm now gunning towards it and nothing will stop me so if somebody wants to come and find you and listen to some more stuff from you, I know you're going to be at our inspiration day uh, for those of you who booked one to many and came to the inspiration day. If people want to work with you on a more one-to-one -one type basis, what's the way they can do that? Yeah. So all my stuff sits on my website at jnicolesmith.com and my name, Nicole has an H in it. So it's J-N-I-C-H-O-L-E smith.com. Um, there's a great quiz there, which is a really good place to get started where you can kind of find out your brand personality type. And for me, especially if you're interested in rebranding, this is a really critical point where you can almost have like a quick fix for the why stuff to kind of slot yourself into one sort of emotional group to try and start communicating with more emotion and be more memorable while you're figuring the why stuff out. It's a really good place to start. So that's what I would recommend, but you can also find me on Instagram. And of course, yeah, I'll be there at the inspiration day as well. I am going to go and do the quiz. I want to see. I want to see what it says about me. <laughs> I never know my archetypes. People are always going to me, oh, are you a... 
FJTS? Are you a <laughs> this color or are you this? I'm like, I don't know any of this. It's so fun to learn about ourselves, isn't it? So yeah. my quiz is brand personality types. You'll find one of four. So yeah, it'd be great for your listeners to go check that out and then report back on what they Yeah, let's all, let's all put in fabulous 5% what we are um, <laughs> so we can learn more about each other. Thanks, Nick, for coming on today. It's been really great to talk to you as usual. And good luck with helping more people find their why so that more people can be profitable and more people can make an impact because that's what it's all about. We will put all of the details in the show notes, guys, so you'll be able to see it there. But I will see you next time. And thanks for coming on, Nick. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.